We pick up on uh, 59B right at the very bottom. Uh, that's So the people of uh, the Galil, the Galilee, sent a question to Rabbi Chalbo. It says, Achrayim, we talked to be said that a Kohen goes first and then a Levi and then Israel. Uh, and uh, so after, well, after the Kohen and Levi, uh, from a, perspe- uh, a, a position of prominence, uh, who then uh, goes afterwards? So it says, Mi uh, Koren, who, who gets caught up? Uh, and in what you know, what's the preference thereafter? Uh, then what we say is Lo He didn't have an answer uh, to the question. So he went and asked Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka. Amalei, Rabbi Yitzchak replied, Then you, what you do is you give a Tamir Chacham who's got a position of authority uh, in the community, who's been appointed over the community. You give them uh, the next Aliyah. Uh, and then you give after them, you give it to people who would be fitting uh, to be uh, in charge of the community as well. But there are other people there, so uh, the, the, they've got the intellectual standing to, to be done, but they're just not uh, currently the people in charge of the community. And then you give it to the children uh, of those people who are uh, the, the rabbis over the community. And then afterwards you give it to the head of the shul and afterwards anyone that comes thereafter. Okay, so Shaukalai, the Nagilo Rabbi Chalbo. So again, the people of Galil sent to Rabbi Chalbo, Ma'alikrot, Huchumashim, Abaita Knesset, Batsibur. Can you read a portion, a Chumash? Uh, a, p- a portion from the Chumash. Let's say you have not uh, got a kosher Sefer Torah or something like that. Uh, well, can you read from a Chumash? Now, what they obviously used to do in those days was write out a, uh, a Chumash. We're not talking about our Chumashim uh, that are printed, etc. These are written out Chumashim on parchment. Uh, so, fulfill all the correct requirements uh, for a, a Sefer Torah, but they're just not the whole Sefer Torah. Um, can you read from those uh, in shul? Uh, so he never had it in, uh, an answer in hand. And then he went and he asked Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, uh, and instead of you know the previous time Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha gave the answer, but here too, uh, he didn't know the answer either. He went and asked in the bad midrash. Pashtua, uh, and they said, surely we can learn out an answer for Rashmul Ba Nachmani said the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Sefer Torah Shechasa Yuriotechad and Korinbo. If you've got a whole Sefer Torah and it's got a piece missing, uh, a section missing, a piece of parchment missing, uh, then you're not allowed to read it in public. So it, it would seem uh, that if it's not the whole Sefer Torah, uh, then you can't read it. So how much more so uh, if you've got a, a Chumash, which is missing like another four-fifths of the Torah. Uh, so yeah, it's just one page out of however many pieces of parchment there are in a Sefer Torah. Uh, so you might think if one parchment is missing, it doesn't work. How much more so uh, four out of five uh, parts of the Torah? The Gemara says, Velohi. No, it's not a good answer. Why Hatam Mixa Mirta? Uh, in, in the case of the Sefer Torah missing a, a piece of parchment uh, is actually missing something Aha, no milte. Uh, whereas the Chumash it's not missing anything yes it's uh, uh, only one book it may only be one book uh, out of five but it still is the complete book 
and there's nothing missing inherently in it. So uh, that can't be the answer. So now Rav Rabba Varav Yosef Damatava and Rabba and Rav Yosef both answer Ainkarin Bukumash and Bivaita Knesset, Mishum Kavaratsibur. No, you shouldn't read it from a Kumash in the Shul because of Kavaratsibur, right? Because of respect and honor for the community at Matsim. It's embarrassing for the community uh, if they uh, are reading uh, out of a safer to- uh, out of just a chumash. Uh, looks like they're poor or whatever the case is. Uh, therefore, it's not um, uh, read uh, for you know it's not read that way. Uh, you shouldn't do it. However, uh, you know, and, and a similar type of um, comment, Rabbi Rav Yosef and Rav Yosef say, listen, hi safer aftarta. What happens if you've got a a scroll also of uh, Haftarot, and you just write out uh, all the different Haftarot in, in a long scroll. Again, another uh, scroll as opposed to what we have a book. Um, so, you know, what what happens if you've got that? Asul Mikre by Shabbat. You're not allowed to read it on Shabbat. My timer, what is the reason from that? Really, uh, it shouldn't have been written down uh, in the first place because really what you should do uh, is write a complete book. Uh, of the Sefer Torah and not uh, just uh, uh, sections of the Sefer Torah, i.e. the Haftarot. Okay, if you want to write out Yirmiya, Yirmiya, uh, you have to write out the whole of Yirmiya uh, and not just uh, portions of it. Okay, uh, that is the, the answer over there. However, um, now we actually go, Nami Asu. Now, even to handle it on Shabbat is, is, uh, would not be allowed either. Because you can't read it, you shouldn't even touch it or, or move it. Uh, so, in other words, it is Mukta on Shabbat. That is essentially what he is saying. However, the Gemara says, listen, we're not going that far. We shouldn't, uh, we don't say that. You are allowed to touch it and move it, uh, and you are allowed to read uh, from such things on Shabbos. Uh, how do you know that? Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shum ben Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shum ben Lakish, Rabbi Lakish, used to read from this book of Agadata uh, on, uh, on Shabbat. They, they, they felt that it was... Um, Normally, you weren't allowed to write it down, especially before uh, the giving of, uh, you know, before Rebbe came along, uh, as we'll see in a second. Um, but uh, uh, in 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 those, uh, you know, you weren't supposed to write things down. But it's in order to for you not to forget, uh, they went and allowed you to write it down. So. Uh, so that's what they used to do. They used to read this book on Shabbat, even though you weren't meant to write it down. Ella, Kavan because otherwise they would forget it. Uh, it becomes a situation. It's time to act for Hashem, and that because they have nullified your try. In other words, what uh, it says, I think it's in the Gemara Brachot discusses this as well, and it says no. In order to keep the Torah. Uh, what you have to do is go do things which uh, in, at, at certain points in time were forbidden. And therefore, now what we have is, is the oral law uh, has been written down because otherwise it would have been forgotten. It would become too hard to transmit it orally from teacher student to student. And therefore, we write it down. And therefore, as a result, uh, it is now the time it's, uh, because the Torah was in, in danger of being forgotten. Uh, and therefore, what we do is we write it down now. Uh, so, so too, uh, what we'd be allowed to do now with Haftorah is write it out. Instead of writing out every single book uh, in um, uh, in a separate scroll, uh, what you're allowed to do is write down uh, the Sefer Torah in a scroll.
And uh, oh yeah, so we would also have a book today as well. All right, so that should be uh, fine today. All right, so now Abaya Mina Abaya Miraba. So Abaya asks Raba, "My lektov Megillah letinok lad lehit lameidba." What happens in the situation? Can you write a a, 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 a scroll uh, for the for a purpose of a child uh, learning from it? We're going to see exactly what this means in a second. Tibale in Mandama. Torah Megillah Megillah Nitna Vitibale Lamandama Torah Katuma Nitna. So you can ask it both according to the opinion uh, that the Torah was given scroll by scroll, uh, which we'll explain in a second, and also according to the one uh, that the Torah was given as a complete book. So now, what's, what does it mean that the Torah was given scroll by scroll? Uh, obviously, uh, what what happened is that uh, at, when Moshe it says Moshe got the Torah on Hasina, it doesn't mean uh, that uh, you know he was he was told in future that uh, you know wrote, wrote down everything, uh, i.e., including for example him hitting the rock and not being allowed into Eretz Israel and uh, things like that. Obviously, you can't uh, write down things that are are coming uh, in the future. So what happens is. He wrote down what happened until then, uh, and then uh, over a period of time, uh, Hashem uh, commanded him certain things, and he wrote them down uh, in in different scrolls. And then at the end of his life, uh, he compiled all those scrolls together uh, and uh, pre- pre- uh, presented a complete Sefer Torah uh, to the the. Uh, the nation okay and that was the end but really it was given to him piece by piece and uh, as as every piece was given to him he wrote it down and you know in order of, you know uh, and then com- compiled it at a later uh, stage all right so that is that and also his last speech you must have uh, written down beforehand uh, one would expect and therefore uh, it was it was compiled uh, at the end of his life all right that was uh, that that is uh, the one understanding. That's Megillah Megillah. The other thing is no, uh, Moshe. You know, Hashem told him how it had needed to be written. Moshe committed that to memory, uh, and then when Hashem said, "Now nah, let's write it all down," uh, what happens is that Moshe then goes and writes it all down uh, only at the very end of his life, and uh, so it wasn't given uh, at you know in, in um, piece by piece. It was given. You know, all at once, at the end, Hashem told him exactly what to write, how to write it, etc. All right, so that's it. You could ask uh, according to both those opinions. Okay, and uh, and that's it. Right, so now, um, so we can ask according to the opinion that Torah was given scroll by scroll. So on the one hand, you could say, because the Torah was given scroll by scroll, it wasn't written out. Uh, it wasn't the whole Torah all at once. We see that a portion uh, of learning for this child can be written out. Okay, and that's it. So you could that that, that would be a, a perfectly a good thing to do. Or the other way of looking at it, so what happens is, um, uh, now, what happens is because uh, afterwards the whole Torah was put together, compiled, and then presented. Now it's a complete book. Uh, so it was only then, at that time, that Moshe, Moshe was allowed to write it down uh, piece by piece. But now it's a complete book. So if you're writing a complete book, uh, then you have to write a complete book, and you can't write out uh, piece by piece. All right. So that is, uh, you could ask even according to that opinion. And you can even ask according to the opinion uh, that says the Torah is written all at once. Uh, that would be seemingly a, a clear proof uh, if it was written out all by once, all at once. Uh, then, unless you're writing out the whole Sefer Torah all at once, you can't write any of it. Or Dilma, maybe we would take the opposite view. Kavan uh, because it's not possible to write a whole Sefer Torah. It's very expensive and uh, takes so much time. Uh, therefore, you would be allowed to write. So, Amar 
Ain could win. He says, no, you're not allowed to write it out. My time, what is the reason for that? Lefisha ain't could win. He says, no, because uh, you're not allowed to write. Uh, it, it seems to be like um, you're not allowed to write it because you're not allowed to write it. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss that, you know, but more now. Eitwe, uh, Abaya says, listen, what are you talking about? It says, Afia star tavla shalzav so what happens is the Mishnah in the third chapter of uh, of Yuma, uh, where it talks about the, uh, uh, the the good things that people did uh, for the Beit Hamikdash, and it says uh, Queen uh, Helene Amalka, the Queen Queen Helene, uh, came along and she made this golden tablet, uh, and upon that tablet she wrote out. Um, uh, it was written, or not as she wrote, but it was written, uh, the Pasha of the Sota. Okay, the Pasha of the Sota, so that uh, if a Sota would come in front of the, the Kohen, uh, what the Kohen would do is just write it out uh, from this tablet. All right, so they wouldn't have to uh, get a safer Torah and then bring it out. Uh, you'd, uh, all the words were written on this tablet uh, beforehand, and you just copy it out. I'm a Rabbi Shumbin Lakish, so Rash Lakish says, so, so surely uh, that, that proves that you can write out uh, bits of the Torah, not the whole thing. Uh, Rash Lakish replies, says Mishum Rebiana in the name of Rebiana, but Aleph Beit. It was written out in the letters of Aleph Beit. I, uh, only the first letter of each word was written, and, and by looking at it, uh, the coin, uh, you know, writing it would know uh, what to write. Okay, uh, you know, we'll see more about this. There's another thing, eight way, uh, some more challenges to this, because she could rare for Katav, Mash Katav, Tavla. When you are um, writing it, you look and, and, and see what is written on the tablet, uh, which means that you have to see, surely it means the whole word uh, that is written, what is written on the tablet. So, Ama, no, what would you say? Kama, Shekatuba Tavla. No, it really means similar uh, to what uh, you saw on the tablet. You know, it's, it's like what you remember. Uh, it, it, it jogs your memory as to what you should put. Okay, and the Gemara says, Eitva, is that really so? It says when he looks at it, uh, The Kohen goes along and uh, writes out on the scroll that he dips into the water and uh, makes the sort of drink that. Uh, he says, he writes out, he looks on the tablet and he sees what's written on the tablet and he copies it out. Uh, it says, and what's written uh, on, on the tablet? It says, uh, if a, if a man has slept with you, if a man hasn't slept with you, etc. It's not the exact uh, words, etc. But, um, uh, you know, it's, it's talking about, um, you know, just the, the general context, that type of thing. You know, you know have you been faithful or haven't you been uh, faithful? So, uh, what happens is, is we hear, uh, therefore, talking about uh, alternating. So, different understandings of what that means. Uh, either you write out a full word and then you write out like, uh, uh, an initial of a word and then another full word and, and then initials. So basically you can uh, see from the context what's going on, uh, etc. And uh, it was initials. So the other people, uh, that's Rashi, you know, acronyms, uh, you know, certain words full, but the rest are acronyms. Uh, and then, however, you know, there's the Maharsha, Maharsha uh, who says that the rest of the letters were actually spread out, and the Rambam says, no, uh, it was written with a few words, three words on every line, uh, that's not written text. And Amiri says, listen, actually what it means uh, is, uh, the, the, like one word was written out, like if it was Amar, and then the Ayan at the beginning, and then a big space, and then a Mem, and then a Rash. So it looks like Alephbet, but you can read it as Amar. Okay, uh, so so that is uh, different understandings. That is what we mean. It was written uh, in an you know alternating uh, alternating way, um, you know disjointed way. All right. 
So, uh, so we see a katana. It's like a machlokets and aim aim kodvin. We give a latinok let them aid by vim dato leshlim mutar. So you're not allowed to write out uh, only a portion of the Torah, uh, but if your intention is uh, to finish the whole uh, um, sefer Torah, well then you are allowed to write out uh, bits and pieces uh, for a child. That is uh, the uh, the Tanakhama's opinion. Rabbi Yudam, Rabbi Yudam says, "Brachit adoram abel v'tor kanim arvhi b'yom hashmini." Uh, so therefore, in the book of uh, Brashit, uh, you have to write from the beginning of the book until uh, the generation of the flood. That is like one big section. Uh, and in Vayikra, what's known as Torah Kwanim, uh, you are allowed to write down uh, all the first eight chapters until it says Vahibi Yomashmini. So all the, the offerings, etc., you'd be allowed to write all of those down. Okay, going back to what we had, Amrav Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Bana, Torah Megillah Megillah Nitna. It says, Rabbi Yochanan says the name Rabbi Bana, the Torah was given scroll by scroll. Shema Azamati, Inaibati, Mugilat Sefer, Katuv Halai. Behold, I've come uh, with the scroll, says King David, with the scroll of the book uh, that was written for me. This is really talking about uh, a concept that we saw back in Yvamot where. Uh, they were having a said an, uh, an Amoni and a, and a Moavi is not allowed to join uh, into the land of Israel, I mean, into the, 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 the nation of Israel. And, uh, and, and what uh, the, the David came along and learnt out uh, from those uh, verses, he says, listen, it's only a male Amoni and, and a male um, Moabi uh, that is not allowed uh, to join into the land, uh, I mean, to the, the nation, uh, but a female can. And that is the concept, uh, you know, that uh, Ruth was allowed to. Uh, Mary Boaz, and then ultimately uh, Ruth was uh, King David's great grandmother, and therefore, so David says uh, that uh, there was this Megillah uh, written about me. In other words, Adashnat the Torah, which is called a Megillah, uh, and um, uh, that that is uh, it was written about me. Those verses were written about me. Listen, Torah Fatuma Nitna. The Torah was given uh, in one big um, thing, a complete book. It says, You must take uh, this Sefer Torah, which means it was given as a complete unit. Uh, and it says, uh, How does the uh, Rabbi Yochanan deal with that? It says it was given as a complete scroll. He said, uh, No, that was after Moshe compiled it, because uh, it was written scroll by scroll, and then afterwards it was compiled uh, together. So that, that compilation, uh, you know, once, once it, that everyone agrees that that happened, uh, it wouldn't, didn't stay as separate scrolls. It actually was given as a whole thing. So it was joined together uh, at that time. Okay. Okay, and uh, what does Reish Lakish do with the thing? Megillah Tsefa Katuvala. Surely the Sefer Torah is called Megillah in that uh, instance. No, Hulu Kula Torah Kula, Irka Megillah. No, he says even the whole Torah is sometimes called Megillah, and he quotes Pasuk in Zachariah, addictive. Viomela, Ma Ataro E, what do you see? Says Zachariah, Shem asked him what he sees. Vomea Niro E, Megillah Afa. I see a scroll that is floating or flying uh, that is, you know, and he's really talking about the whole uh, Torah, and he says that. Is called a, a Megillah. Old Torah is also called a Megillah. All right, so that uh, is, uh, and that's that. All right, um, and that is, you know, it was given the whole Torah is therefore called a, uh, a scroll. All right, Inami, another answer to that question. Rabbi uh, Levi, like Rabbi Levi, Dama Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Levi says, Shmona Pashiot, Nemara Bayom. 
There were eight things uh, that were said on the day that the Mishkan was put into place. I read it, uh, you know, uh, the second year after they came out, uh, the Mishkan was in place. Uh, uh, these are the things. The, 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 the section about the Kwanim, who they can marry, who, you know, who they can't, etc. Uh, and, and, and the like. That's at the beginning of Emor. Uh, okay. The section of the Levim, uh, that's uh, towards the beginning of Bamidbar. Uh, uh, what they have to do, uh, etc. Uh, and the Pashat Levin and Pashat, it's main. Uh, the people of uh, the people that were impure, uh, this is uh, talking about maybe uh, Tazria and Matsura, uh, etc. Also, Pashat Shuluach, it's main. People that are, are sent away, uh, that are Tame in the, in the camp, uh, those people were sent out. Uh, that is just before the, the story of the, of the Nazir, uh, etc. And the Sota, Pashat uh, Achremot, the section about Achremot, talking about Yom Kippur and the like. Uh, also, Pashat Shtiayan, Pasha of uh, those people who drank wine uh, that were not allowed to drink wine. Pashat Nairot, the Pasha in Balotcha, talking about uh, how Aaron has to come and light the Nairot, uh, the candles, the, can- uh, the, mur- the menorah every day. Pashat Paradimah. Also, uh, essential to have uh, was the section of Pasha uh, Paradimah. Because that gives purity uh, to people, so you have to have uh, all of those parshiot, um, you know, uh, the, that were that were written out uh, at definitely at the time uh, and before uh, the the uh, you know the, maybe the whole Torah wasn't written yet, uh, but those these parshiot were written. Okay, so now I'm Ravelaza. Ravelaza comes along and he says, "Listen, Torah Rov Biktav Miut Alpe." It's quite a strange statement. He says the majority of the Torah was written, uh, and only a little bit uh, was uh, given orally. And how does he prove that? Shema Echtov Li Rubi Torati. I will I will write down uh, the majority of my Torah. Kamozer Nechshavu. Even though you know, I write I write them down, they seem like strangers to it. Right, so that that's his thing. That's as Rebbe Rabbi Yochanan Amar. Rabbi Yochanan says no. Rov Alpe. Most of it um, is uh, is is uh, oral. Okay, umiot a big tab, and the little bit of it is uh, written. Much less is written. Shema ki alpi hadavrim haele because alpi literally because it really means on the basis of these matters, but really alpi means uh, like orally. Uh, you know, Adarim uh, are, are these things. In other words, um, the great part of um, the Torah was actually oral Torah. So it seems a bit strange, just Rabbi Lazar, we can, uh, it seems a bit hard to say. Um, you know, we know how long a Chumash is, uh, but there's many more commentaries on Chumash. Uh, you know, I suppose we're not really talking about commentaries on Chumash, we're talking about, about the Mishnah, the Gemara, and stuff like that. Uh, so once you add in the Mishnah and Gemara, uh, surely that vastly overwhelms. That's oral law. Uh, that has been written down, uh, and um, surely that vastly overwhelms uh, what is written. So the way to understand this possibly is uh, it's not just what is written uh, in the Torah, but all the droshas uh, from the psukim that we find, for example, in the Gemara, uh, that's also called written law because it was uh, derived uh, from the written law. So therefore, uh, there's a whole lot of what we might think would be oral law, Gemara, etc., that is actually inherent in the actual psukim itself, and and therefore, if you that's also called part of the written Torah. That is Rabbi Lazar's uh, understanding of really what is must be his understanding of what's going on over there. Now, 
Uh, we have to see what each of them do with the other pasuk. Uh, but surely, uh, what does Rabbi Yochanan do with the fact that it's Hashem says I wrote the majority of my Torah? Um, uh, matama. No, really, what it is that was said incredulously uh, over there. It says can I write him the, the most part of my Torah uh, No, they are, you know, like strangers. There's no real difference uh, then between if you if Hashem would write down uh, the majority of his Torah or all of his Torah, uh, including that. So then it would just be a book of law. Everyone else has also got a book of law. So you'd be like Zarim. You would be like strangers. There'd be no difference between you and the other nations of the world. So really what we have to do is make sure the majority of the Torah was actually already transmitted. What about the other one? What does he do with the Alp? Uh, through the mouth of it, says No, he says it was taught that uh, it's harder to learn things uh, orally, <coughs> but not because uh, you know uh, there's more things to do. It's just harder to remember uh, everything. Right, Darish, Rabbi Yehuda, Ba'nachmani, Meturgmad, Rabbi Shum ben Lakish, Rabbi Yehuda ben Nachmani, the person who was the Meturgman uh, who came along and uh, gave over the lecture uh, for Rash Lakish. He says, Ketiv, uh, he says, Ketov Lacha, it's Adrim Ha'ele, you should write uh, down these things. Kiyalpi, Hadrim Ha'ele. So, you know, on the one hand, you're told to write down, on the other hand, you say, it's Alpi. And as we said, uh, that really means because of simply, however, Alpi means uh, orally. So, either it's written or it's oral. Ha Ketzer, how do you reconcile that? The Remship Ketav, Yatarashai, Lomram Alpi. Uh, things that are meant to be written down, you're not allowed to say them orally, you're not allowed to say them off by heart, which actually, you know, which would include in theory things like the Shema or and, 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 and the like, uh, but because we know them so well, uh, we are allowed to do them, you know, just by the way, uh, but uh, the other things that you uh, shouldn't say off by heart, and conversely, things that are meant to be uh, taught orally, you're not allowed to go ahead and literally speak to them and write them down you know you're not allowed to express them in writing uh, and you know so we we have uh, these two you know understandings how do you reconcile that um <clears throat> uh, so that's it so so really what uh, what what should happen you know so the these things you know it's um writing down you have to you can only write down what you mean to write down otherwise it's got to be oral okay and that's it so that, that's it means you have to um <coughs> write down these things you are allowed to write down uh, these things uh, you are allowed to write down but you're not allowed to write down halachot which are mishnayot and and the rest of the oral law all right uh, and um i'm rabbi yochanan Hashem only made a covenant with the Jewish people for the sake of these orally transmitted things. Because on the basis of these matters, I made a covenant with you and the Jewish people. Right, uh, that, that brings us to the, uh, the next um, uh, quote uh, from the Mishnah, the first one obviously we've been dealing here all about uh, the Torah and Kohen Levi in Israel, etc., and all the, the ideas and some uh, ideas behind, you know, the written Torah, etc. So now we move on 
You put an Eruv in a house, an old house, where it had been uh, because of the ways of peace. Okay, and we're going to explain that. What does it mean? My time, what is the reason? Uh, if it is because to show honor to the person of that house of high, uh, so there was either uh, a shofar that used to be used for blowing Erev uh, Shabbat, or else it was uh, a shofar, you know, the, the uh, charity boxes uh, inside the temple where people used to deposit money. Uh, it was in the shape of a shofar, uh, wide at the top and open at the bottom, so they wouldn't be able to stick their hands in and grab it out. So it was very narrow at the top, it was enough to put the money in. <coughs> that's why it's called a shipora, uh, shofar, because that's what it looked like, a shape of a shofar. Five mekaram, by Rav Yudah, it was originally in the house of Rabbi Huda Lasof, by Rav, and then afterwards, um, uh, you it was put in Rava's house Lasof by Yosef and then afterwards Rav Yosef's house Lasof by Abaya Lasof by Rava. So then it went to Abaya and then went to Rava, etc. So the, this thing uh, did get moved around from place to place, and uh, that's not, you know. So if you say it's an issue of respect, well then this thing moved around uh, from one place uh, to the other. Okay, um, <clears throat> this 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 uh, tzedakah box, let's call it, uh, the shofar uh, was moved around from one place to another. So you see, isn't that an, that's not an issue? And the no, the reason that you have to have an Arab in their specific house, because otherwise people are going to come and say, oh, the, uh, these people are carrying without an Arab, uh, etc., or else they, they might think, uh, sure, last time I was here, there was an Arab, uh, maybe this guy uh, ate it up, you know, did, did something like that, who knows, uh, you know, and that's, uh, that, that's uh, the story. That's why for Derek Hashanah, you leave it in the, the same house. Okay, next quote from Mishnah, Borshi Karov Lama. Uh, what happens if you've got a pit next to an irrigation channel, uh, etc.? And then it says what we we did was um, was uh, what you have to do. Uh, that gets allowed to be filled first, and then only afterwards uh, everyone else uh, fits. So now Itmar said about that. Nahara, uh, what happens uh, if you've got a field along a river? Uh, can you irrigate your field uh, with water that gets redirected from it? Who gets to go first? Uh, Rav. Um, <clears throat> the top, the people at the, uh, sorry, the bottom, Tata uh, is the bottom people, uh, they at the bottom of the um, the chain, they, they they drink, they're allowed to irrigate their fields first, and then it moves upstream uh, back up to these other people. Once the low people have got, uh, the upper, uh, the, then the upper people are entitled to take. Shmuel, uh, I know, no, the top people uh, go first. All right, so now let's understand what the base of the Machloket is. Uh, Once the river is flowing nicely, uh, etc., uh, then there's no argument. What is the argument about? Um, right, uh, the question is uh, where they need to stop up the river uh, and therefore use it to irrigate. Uh, the, you know, literally their fields will drink. Uh, Shmuel says, Eli Shatu Mayabarasha. The top, uh, the people at the top, uh, the closest uh, to the water source, they can drink it uh, first because the Amar Anan Makrivin Tfei. We are closer and therefore we got more rights over it. Uh, Rav says no. Tate uh, Shatimai. The people at the bottom uh, can let their fields go first. Uh, it says the Amre Nahara Kapush Shate Lazer. They say no. Uh, the water is just uh, going on its own way. Okay, and that uh, therefore there's no problem uh, with that. Okay, uh, and uh, we should be entitled to that. All right, so now uh, let's try now 
um, you know, uh, in try, you know, have more clarity on this issue uh, from what we learn in the Mishnah. Bor Akarov Lama Mitmale Rishon. If you have a pit that's next to an irrigation channel, okay, uh, th- then you fill that first because of Darkei Shalom. Uh, surely the person that's closest uh, is, uh, you know, has more rights, and that's uh, Shmuel's opinion. And the Gemara answers, no, Rav. No, Shmuel says the opinion could even be like Rav. Vama Hamalechet Alpi Habor. Really, Alboro, Alpi Boro. Really, it's talking about an irrigation channel going past the mouth of a pit that fills the pit fills water on its own, even without uh, damming it, and therefore it should be fine. The Gemara says, Well, you know, and that's the situation. Uh, what, what is there to say? Obviously, if the water goes in there first, what, what, you know, what are you meant to do? Uh, no, what uh, might you have thought? The people uh, that the owners of the other fields can say they're Hinders uh, Kamash Malan. You might think that uh, you should uh, fill up your pits, uh, that the water won't go in it, and then uh, you know you can do it proportionally, uh, just like us. You might think that they might uh, say that. Therefore, Kamash Malan, no, uh, they can still fill their pit first. Okay. Um, Amar Ravuna Batakliffa. Ravuna Batakliffa says, Hashda Dro it ma no, uh, now that uh, we don't have a clear opinion like Rav nor like Shmuel, uh, what we do is that anyone, you know, the, the uh, first first come, first serve, uh, as it were, the, the strongest guy wins. Okay, so that sounds like the, the judges don't, you know, they say, listen, we're not uh, taking responsibility, we're not uh, issuing a, a thing in this case, you know, a ruling in this case. Uh, what we're doing is just letting the strong guy, let them fight it out. Uh, so that's normally not, uh, a, a, you know, Jewish way called Alan Gaver, uh, it you know it, um, you shouldn't just let uh, the strongest man win. Uh, that can lead to a lot of unintended and horrible consequences. But really, uh, the rabbis' thoughts in their minds, listen, really, if the person really owns it, he'll fight harder for it. And therefore, uh, what we say is they'll, they'll come to some kind of uh, agreement uh, between themselves. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe the stronger guy will prevail. All right, uh, similar t- a story to, to, you know, about a related story. Rav Shimi Ba'ashi, that's a commander by. Rav Shimi Ba'ashi comes in front of Ba'ashi. Amalei, late for my bedna. Please, can I learn with you? Okay, Amalei, Italy, Edna, Lididi. I've got a fixed time uh, for myself. I need to make sure that I'm up to speed uh, for all the things I do uh, and uh, Pascan for the community. Amalei, Italy, Edna, Lididi. So he says, I've got my own time. A lot mean my Leila. It says, Amalei, Italy, Edna, Lididi. Set a time for me. Uh, at night, so we should learn at night. Now, what I do is uh, bring water uh, in the night and uh, irrigate my fields at night. So that's what I'd learn during the day, and then I just do this work at night. Um, uh, listen, I'll go actually sort out your water issues during the day. So let's then we can work, learn together at night. Good luck, you know, that, that's a good idea. Very nice. So, so Rabbi Shumba Ashi was keen to learn with the buyer. Uh, what do you do? Amalai, Taiti, Shachi, Maya, Barasha says, no, the owner of the lower fields go first. That's the opinion of Rav. Uh, and uh, and that's, that's what he said to them. Um, uh, the lower guys go first. Arahi, Sava, Lamaima, and then. Um, uh, sorry, Azo Latate, and then he went to the up, um, then he went to the uh, 
um, the he went to the upper fields uh, and sorry he went to the upper fields for Isli Lai Amalu Tati Shatu Maaboration then he said the lower guys drink first Atu Latatai then he went to the lower guys Amalai Eli Shatu Maaboration he says no the top guys have to go first that's like Shmuel's opinion anyway Arahachi Biachi you know Arahachi sorry in the meantime Sava Lemishkor um, Vashkwe uh, really what uh, what he did was while every, you know while he sowed doubt in all the people's minds he went ahead and uh, so uh, he he uh, um, he dammed the river and uh, the fields got irritated. The Akhamada Bai uh, Bai ended up hearing what uh, Rav Shimga actually did. Amalai Kavei Trey Avadatali you can't act with me like two different opinions. One you know either you got to pick you know Rav or Shmuel you can't act for like me and the two lenient opinions. Avlo Taminu Abai Lepera he shatter and he says listen um, you know uh, he didn't even eat any of the produce that whole year. Uh, but you know he just thought that it was uh, water had got to his field in a, in a non-correct way and therefore he was uh, quite adamant that he wasn't going to eat any of the produce that year. A uh, similar kind of story. So what happens is a place called Bay Hamra, uh, Kharmach, okay, went and they, they dug this channel at the head of Shanvata River, okay, Atulia Kamei Dabai, and then they came back, um, you know, and, and they 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 showed they 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 moved the the water downstairs. They kind of uh, diverted the water uh, and uh, and uh, used it themselves. Um, so Atu Eli commanded Abai. So those people who came who were upstream, they said in front of Abai, uh, they said, listen, Amalai, come uh, mid-kill uh, Narin. We are making our, you know, damaging our river. Okay, the water is not flowing uh, as strong uh, as it used to. Um, so, uh, so he says, um, if the Rishlam and I to look at me, I'm like, uh, yeah, I met Kel, uh, Narin, Amalai, uh, Karu Badao, Tfeiputa. Uh, says, no, you should dig a little uh, deeper with them. Uh, you know, surely that would solve the problem. It could, you know, uh, let, um, you will get enough water uh, in the meantime. So he says, No, uh, um, yeah, if we do that, uh, our pits are going to become dry. Uh, and that's it. So he says, So he says, Listen, uh, then by here, he says, Listen to those people, the Bay Kharmach. He says, Come along, you should leave it here. You're causing problems, and therefore uh, you have to uh, dam up what you've done, uh, any change that you did, and then everything's going to look uh, much better. Okay, uh, that is a good place to stop. We'll pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussions about Dar Shalom. Everyone should have a great time.